our enemy, Satan, has several schemes devised to cause our downfall. He has fallen, so he goes to great lengths in order to bring about our falling as well. Today we examine Satan's craftiness as he successfully deceives Eve in the garden. Hello and welcome to Kingdom Come with Spirit of Truth Fellowship. The lesson for today with Pastor Rupp is the craftiness of the serpent. Now let us join Pastor Rupp to hear what he has to say. The serpent in the garden, who was speaking the words of Satan, began his conversation with Eve by misquoting what God had actually said. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, Satan says, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree in the garden? As we know, God had actually said they could they could eat from any tree freely except for one. But Eve's response to the serpent contained errors as well. Her response was, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. That was Eve's perception of what God said, which is actually not what God said. Now compare this to what God actually did command. He said, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. Now, in Eve's response to Satan, she left out the word freely. She said, we may eat. Leaving out the word freely is no small omission because it reveals the attitude Adam and Eve possess concerning the command. And remember, when Eve uh, told Satan what God had commanded them, she added in into it, he said, we can't even touch it, which God never did say, again, revealing their attitude. They feel constrained by the fact that God has set a boundary. And herein lies part of the meaning behind Jesus' statement, that the truth shall set you free. As long as we feel constrained by the commands of Jesus, which are truth, because God's word is truth, we will not be free. In fact, knowing God's truth is to know that his commands actually do bring freedom instead of constraint. As God's word says, until we are born again, we are slaves to sin. Secondly, Eve tells Satan that God said, Not only can you not eat the fruit from this tree, you may not even touch it, as mentioned earlier. Eve added, nor shall you touch it, to what God actually said, once again revealing that Adam and Eve feel constrained by the command. Third, God said they could eat from every tree except the one. Eve omits the word every, again making God seem less gracious and more controlling. And finally, in the original Hebrew, God says that if they eat the fruit, they will begin to die. 
That is, that is the original Hebrew. They will begin to die. Whereas Eve, in the original Hebrew, says that instead of beginning to die, they would immediately die. Now, the serpent argued against Eve with an extremely clever ploy. He went back and argued against her in correct words, using the correct phraseology that God used in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. This, in a deceptive way, used the proper sense of die that God stated against Eve's mistaken view. Imagine the conversation in simplified terms like this. God says, don't eat or you will begin to die. Eve says, we can't eat or we will die immediately. Serpent says, you will not begin to die. This was very clever of Satan. This is not an isolated incident either. When Satan tried tempting Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, Jesus said, it is written and quoted scripture. The next time Satan tried quoting scripture, in other words, quoting God, he did it deceptively, just as he had done to Eve. Of course, Jesus was not deceived, but corrected Satan's twisted use of the scripture. And that is how Satan will approach us. He will take the word of God and he'll make it sound like the original, but he'll, he'll twist it. He'll turn it just a little bit to meet his end. And that's why it is deception. Because of Eve's mistaken view of God's word, it was easier for her to be deceived by Satan's misuse of Scripture. We know that Satan had sinned before he tempted Eve in the garden. Unlike Adam, Satan was not created in the image of God and was not given dominion over earth. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, God blesses Adam and Eve and tells them, to fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So Satan's sin did not affect the creation, but merely his own person. If we go back and look at the curses, Satan's sin only affected himself. This is likely why Satan went immediately for those who were given dominion. Being an enemy of God, and thus those who bear his image, he wanted to do the most damage and do it quickly. And what are we to do with this today? How do we apply this to our own lives now? First, we look at Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. The apostle says, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. One of Satan's schemes is to get us to question the truth of God's word. God told Adam and Eve that if they ate the forbidden fruit, they would die. And Satan said, you will not die. In other words, God's word is not true. In regards to us alive today, God's word is revealed in the Bible. 
whenever a person questions or attempts to argue away any of the teaching of the Bible, it's very possible that it is the old serpent, the devil, trying to deceive that individual. And we must always be on guard against our enemy trying to accomplish his goal by convincing us to take a passage out of its context. As the Apostle says again in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. Thank you, Pastor Rupp, for that enlightening message. Satan's goal is to deceive us into believing that we cannot trust God's word, that God's word is not true. Each time Satan succeeds in deceiving us, he has gotten us to put ourselves on the throne of our own lives, thus usurping the true authority, God Almighty. Our most effective protection against the schemes of the enemy is knowing the word of God. That is how Jesus defeated Satan in the desert. He spoke the true word of God to Satan, and the devil had to retreat for a more opportune time. We at Spirit True Fellowship hope that you have enjoyed today's lesson. Thank you for listening, and we pray that you may know the truth and that God's truth truly does set you free. Mm-hmm.